0: Hey, it's Kim Commando. Today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com. And on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out. And that's it. All right. I always like to begin the show with something interesting. And people on the internet are so ticked off at General Motors. Why? Why? Well, they had a major announcement this past week. GM said it's going to stop offering Apple CarPlay and Android Auto beginning with its 2024 Chevy Blazer EV. What? It's not going to work with our own smartphones? And why is this happening? GM says that, well, our system is superior, of course, to CarPlay and Android Auto. Mm, You know what? What? I think it's really going to hurt their sales. And in other news, GM has planned to relaunch the Hummer line as an eco-friendly electric truck. You know, that big Hummer. So to save even more electricity, the horn has been removed from the deluxe model and a bell has been installed attached to a cable. It's going to be called the Humdinger edition. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I just crack myself up. All right. I'm Kim Commando, America's beloved digital goddess, here with you once again with the largest, most trusted show about all things digital. And you have to get ready to level up your tech smarts because every single thing is a tech thing. And whether you're a newbie or a longtime listener, we're thrilled to have you here with us. And you can find my award-winning show on over 420 top stations throughout the United States. We're streaming your favorite radio app. And you know the drill. You can find me streaming... Uh, 24-7 over at GetKim.com. And a big hello goes out to our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force in 175 different countries who are joining us on the American Forces Network radio. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right, every single day, I check out over 30 different websites to make sure that we're both up to date on everything that's happening in the tech world. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about five things that I think you'll just find super interesting. And we're going to start with the best-selling vehicle in the world. Do you know what that is? Yes, of course, the Ford F-150. It's been the leader in vehicle sales for 46 consecutive years. Wow, isn't that amazing? I mean, it's a great truck, right? It's reliable. It's rugged. But here's the deal that you may not know about is that if you have a hitch on your Ford 150 is that now it's starting to use artificial intelligence. It's called the new Ford Pro Trailer Hitch Assist, and it uses AI, computer vision, and machine learning to automatically align the truck's hitch ball to a trailer coupler with just a push of a button, just one button. We have the video over on our website. If you haven't seen this, it's truly remarkable. I mean, it's just Crazy. I mean, you know, people used to just have to, like, go back and forth and do 92 different turns in order to get that those two to h- hook up together. Well, not anymore. You just push one button. Let me tell you, it's just really, really amazing technology. You know, I'm currently reading a book about the life of Henry Ford. It's an autobiography. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two on our list, a new meaning to smarty pants, right? We've all been there trying to explain to a doctor what's wrong with us, and maybe you're not communicating well, or maybe they're just not listening. But now the internet of things is coming to orthopedic implants, talking about artificial intelligence too. There's a smart knee developed by a company called Zimmer Biomet Holdings. It's just loaded with tons of sensors that just wirelessly transmit all this information about how you're your replacement knee is doing. Do you ever think we would talk about replacement knees, just transmitting information to your doctors? Wow, it uh, sends all the details about your gait, your step counts, your range of motion, and other metrics are sent to your orthopedic doctor. And this way they can track the data for years and years after your surgery. And so let's say the data from your knee shows that you can't really bend or extend that new joint as much as expected. Well, then maybe the doctors will say, hey, you, know, you need to go to some more PT. Uh, maybe you need another replacement knee, whatever it may be. But now we're talking about the Internet of Things and orthopedics. So if you are uh, in the market for a new knee or you know somebody is, even a hip, you might want to pass along that intel. Uh, next, coming in at number three, science has spoken. Yes, that's right. A new study from the University of Milano got a group of 96 men and women together to look at photographs of a guy and gal displaying facial expressions. And then they glanced at it briefly, no more than two seconds, and then they had to say what this person was feeling. Well, the results show, it's a study, that men understood emojis better than facial expressions. And that women didn't have a problem with either. So the study says that if you are having trouble communicating with your spouse or your partner, is that instead of maybe looking at them and being sad, is that you send them an emoji with a sad face. Excuse me, I need to text you something right now because I don't think you understand what I'm feeling. (laughs) Uh, Next on our list is number four, a really incredible story too. Uh, Thousands of years ago, come with me, paper was hard to come by. And so, when someone needed to write something on something, they would often erase and reuse whatever they had laying around. So, this one guy in Palestine, about 1,300 years ago, took a bit of the parchment from his Bible and erased it to reuse it. Okay. So, flash forward to today. Super story. That guy's Bible is one of the oldest versions around. It's also one of the few Syriac versions of the Bible and the one of the only two manuscripts that contain the Syriac versions of the Gospels. Okay. So for years and years, that little bit of the Syriac translation of the Bible has remained a mystery. No one knew what was written there in this erased area until this past week. One Australian scientist figured it out. He used technology, UV photography, to take a look at the Syriac translation of Matthew Chapters 11 and 12, which were smack dab right underneath three layers of this old manuscript. Some of the findings. The original Greek version of Matthew says this At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples became hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat. The Syriac translation was just this began to pick the heads of grain. Rub them in their hands and eat them. Okay, this is really amazing stuff. If you get our free newsletters, I actually put this in. Uh, it was in Friday's newsletter, a link to this, so you could actually see it and see what the writings look like. It's truly, truly. Uh, I don't. I got. I got chicken skin when I saw it. So, in case you want to see a link, it's in Friday's news uh, that you can get by. Of course, if you already got it, it's there. And, you know, we'll put a link over at commando.com so in case you didn't get the newsletter. But if you're not getting our newsletter, just a quick plug, commando.com slash subscribe, commando.com slash subscribe. And last, this coming in at number five, over 800 channels. Wow. If you thought that streaming was confusing now, just wait until I tell you about this new product offering from Google. Uh, Google has now added over 800 free TV channels to Google TV. It's really something. Uh, There's Tubi. There's Plex. Of course, they added NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. So before you used to have to, like, jump all around and go to all these different apps to get all this, Google TV says, hmm, just come home to the mothership. Just come over here. Uh, Google TV can be accessed on your smart TV streaming devices with Google TV built in, or you get the Google TV mobile app for Android or iOS. You know, and I started thinking about this. In the age of streaming, I don't get why we have to keep watching reruns from the 1960s and the 1970s. It seems like whenever I turn on, TV, turn on the TV, I mean, because all I see is inflation going rampant, NASA going to the moon, and Russia and the U.S. on the brink of war. What's going on with that? All right, coming up, we have seven apps that will pay you for your opinions and time that you don't want to miss. And we're going to be talking a lot about some apps with ties to China that you need to stop using. And, of course, we have all of your phone calls, and you have made Kim Commando. Our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at 1-888-825-5254 is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder, over at commando.com in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. So if you have any questions, just drop them there. And how about we start with John in Colorado Springs, Colorado? Uh, we would like to do some cameras at our cabin up in the mountains.
1: So tell me about them. We have a limited Wi-Fi signal, and we're at uh, over 9,000 feet, so the weather's kind of harsh and all that. Okay. And uh, we just like to, a wireless, ideally. Uh, we have three buildings, and we're building a, wow. big tree, building a big tree house, so we want cameras just to keep an eye on stuff.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: The weather and the wildlife and all that, all
0: at the same time. So, how far apart are the buildings? Um, the furthest one is about one hundred and twenty-five feet. And then you said the Wi-Fi is kind of spotty. Is that because of the provider, or using satellite, or how are you get in your Wi-Fi?
1: They're coming from a dish that's that's okay. trained on a mountain. Right. That has to have sight of a mountain <laughs> where where the signal oh. is coming from. Okay, so.
0: Yeah, so it's a point-to-point wireless. That's probably what mm-hmm. it is. Okay, all right. So whenever you start looking at getting internet access between the buildings, of course, it's always going to be really great if you can do hardwire. But if that's not an option, is that I've actually used a solution myself. It's kind of like that. You know, what we just talked about the point-to-point wireless. That's how you're getting your internet. Mm-hmm. Is basically what we're going to do is use the same the same idea. To get the point-to-point wireless between, I'm guessing, uh, what are the three buildings? You have the main house, a garage, and then you said a tree house? Are a those tree the house three? and a
1: guest house. So,
0: okay, so there's really going to be before four. It, right? it, so after the tree the, house is
1: completed, yeah.
0: Okay, so we got the main, the guest, the tree house. Ooh, I sound like, I think I want to come stay in the tree house. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. In the garage. And the garage. So what, so what we're going to do is we're going to use the same type of technology, that point-to-point, to get a point-to-point wireless network between all of the four uh, different buildings that are on the property. Now, there's a company called Ubiquity, and they make something called NanoBeam. And don't worry about writing these down. We're going to send you links to all of these. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna get this nano beam and you can mount it on the main house and you could point it at the guest house, the tree house, and the garage, because I'm assuming that's where the internet's coming in is directly into the main right. house. And then what you're gonna do is you're gonna we're gonna to have to have a mesh network set up because this way we're gonna be able to really get that internet connection across this property. And it's going to be connected to the nano beams and then also some wireless cameras. Now, as far as the cameras, you got two ways to go. You can get them if they are plugged in, or you can use a solar panel. Which one are you thinking? Um, I guess ideally solar panel. So when we start talking about solar panels, that we want... Uh, we want to make sure that it's you know PTZ, two-way talk, and then also you can take a look at all the footage online. You can get alerts sure. and all that other great stuff. And they're about, uh, they're about 150 bucks each. Wow. And so you know good ones. you can buy cheapo ones, no, but I don't you know want what <laughs> We're not going cheap here. Yeah, we, we're not going cheap because you know what we've all done that in our life. We're exactly. like, mm, I'm gonna go cheap on this. and then you're sitting there trying to set it up. It doesn't work. It doesn't have all the parts. And then you go to download the app and that craps out. You know what I mean? It's just like, no, 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 no. So it's not a a solution that you're going to be able to hook up within 20 minutes, John. That's fine. So uh, just make sure (laughs) – this make sure that you, uh, you know, you give yourself plenty of time and patience in, in setting this up. We haven't needed any help. We've done all this. I've done all this myself. I've put in this ubiquity. So you just mentioned briefly the treehouse. Tell me about the treehouse.
1: Uh, have you seen any of the shows on TV where they build the, the giant ones?
0: I, you know, just like just thumbing through on Bravo. Is that what you're thinking? Those channels? Yeah.
1: Yep. So uh, it, we're going to be in seven seven trees and... You know, a two-story with a bed and um, ten windows and a solar um, and a wood stove and all that good stuff.
0: Now you really make me want to come stay with you in the treehouse. That's amazing. How <laughs> many how many square feet will the treehouse be? Uh, about two
1: hundred and fifty. It's on a six hundred square foot platform.
0: Wow, that's awesome. With
1: forty with a forty foot ramp and yeah, uh, the ramp. Uh, The platform's done. I
0: love that. We're
1: in our we're in our second snowiest month. So as soon as this month's over and it stops snowing, which it has already, but we'll see, uh, we'll start building the treehouse.
0: That's awesome, John. That's great. Hey, hang on the line, and thanks for telling me all about it, uh, the treehouse, because um, we're going to go ahead and give you the links that you need for the Ubiquiti Nanobeam and the uh, Reolink Outdoor PTZ Cameras that also works on solar. And wow, when you get that treehouse done, you better share some pictures on social and then go ahead and tag me so that I can take a look at them too. And thanks for your call today, John. I'd love a treehouse. All right. How has your gait or how has your walk changed over time? And this is important because every year, about 3 million adults head to the emergency room because of a fall injury here in the United States. Now, a sudden shift in your stride is often the first sign of some underlying health issue. And it's difficult to notice by yourself. But Apple Watch owners, you're in luck. You have a feature that notifies you if something's amiss. It's called walking steadiness, and it's in your phone's health app. Now, once enabled, it monitors your posture and predicts if your walk is weaker or less steadier than usual. So to set it up, open your health app and find walking steadiness notifications. You need to confirm your age, weight, and height, but this is the important part. Be sure that you turn on notifications because this is how the app warns you about any shifts in your walking stability. And this is pretty great too, because as the watch tracks your walking steadiness, you can see on this really great chart about how your walk has improved or declined. Hey, stay right where you are. We're going to talk about apps with ties to China next here on Kim Commando Today. All right, coming up in just a few minutes, as promised, seven apps that pay you for your opinions and time, and then later on, the best day to book online to get the cheapest flights. And before we get to all that, you know, it's been no secret since the 1940s that China has been engaged in spying on us here in the United States. And recently, because of technologies, the government has actually stepped forward and said, listen, uh, some of these Chinese products we just cannot have in government offices or in military situations like Huawei, no Huawei phones, DJI drones. I know it's the biggest, baddest, best drone that you can buy, but ties to China, our military can't use it. ZTE is also banned. And also certain Chinese manufactured electronics, talking about uh, maybe computers, cameras, electronic devices. This past week, a lot of the tech sites that I visit, they were all excited about Opera. They they were like, this is the greatest thing, the Opera browser, is that it now includes TikTok. Yay. It also includes a free VPN. Yay. Telling everybody to go get it. Okay, Opera from 1995 was a Norwegian product, and then it was great. But in 2016, it sold to a company who then is part of another company, who's part of another company. Guess what? Ties to communist China. Nobody did the research. Hello, tech writers. Do your homework before you tell everybody that they should be getting this stuff. Opera, if you have it, you want to remove it. A VPN, right? Right. You're using a VPN, you think that everything's all just warm and fuzzy. you're gonna keep yourself from big tech. But meanwhile, everything that you're doing on the Opera VPN is going right to Communist China. So Ali Solomonliman is our amazing content queen. Hello there, Ali. Hi, Kim. And so you and I were talking about this, and I asked you to do the research. and and it was a it's a big ask. I asked <laughs> you to put together, a list that we could share with our readers and our listeners and our viewers that they may be using that have ties to communist China. And it's just basically just one big spy app. (laughs) And so um, how'd you do?
2: I think I did okay. Now, here's a reason it's murky, right? It's all of these apps will say, Uh, Yeah, maybe we're based in China. We don't actually have dealings with the Chinese government. We don't give them information. How are we supposed to believe that? We can't. We can't necessarily verify it. Certainly, we know that there are certain things that, yes, it has certainly been proven. Pin Duo Duo, which is a shopping app, huge shopping app, it contained actual malware that was basically just recording everything people did on their phones. It was in the Apple App Store, it was in the Google Play Store it's now been removed. You can't download it anymore. Thank goodness. But, you know, some of these truly, truly dangerous. Others, we just have to take the safe route. And that's kind of what we did with this list. We are saying, sure, maybe there is not this huge list of definitive proof. They're handing your your information over to China. right? Uh, but we are smart people, so we can make that educated guess. Um, so with, we
0: start with probably, you know. Of course, we're going to start with TikTok,
2: right? I mean, of course, yes. Uh, we'll get a TikTok and Timu out of the way, right? We've talked about those by now, you know. Get them off your phone. These ones, I would definitely say, if you had them, if you still have them, uh, delete it first, and then you really should just do a factory reset on your phone. Ouch! I know that's it's not a pain fun at all. I know <laughs> nobody wants to
0: do that. It's <laughs> awful.
2: It's not as bad as it used to be. Uh, if you yes, that's uh, <laughs> on commander.com, if you just search for the phrase factory reset, we'll show you how to do it. It's not that bad. You just have to back up first. Here is one that truly, when I read this, was like, oh, uh, okay, that's a big one. Cam Scanner. Now, you know this name. I know you do because yeah. this app has been so, so popular over the years. Um, just on Android alone, it's got like 100 million downloads. Does it really? Yeah, it's a huge scanning app. Um, Well, a couple years ago, it ended up on a list of apps that were banned uh, because concerns the Chinese government was using them to spy. If you have cam scanner, (laughs) please get rid of it. A little pro tip for you, you can use the Notes app on an iPhone or you can use the Google Drive app on an Android to scan. So you don't have to use some different third-party app for those things. Those are already built in on your phone. Cam scanner, get rid of it.
0: Bye. Yes. Yeah.
2: We got a lot of questions, people writing in who read in our newsletter that you should delete Tmu. Okay. They asked, what about Sheen? That is, yeah. I guess we'd call it fast fashion. It's cheap clothes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really, 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 really cheap clothes. Really and I, cheap clothes. I, like, I mean, like, I, I looked at the website and it was like, yeah, it's bad, it's bad.
2: Yes, cheap both in terms of prices and the stuff you get. But we're talking like a nice-going-out dress, nice in quotes, uh, for like 10 bucks, right? This stuff is hmm. super, super cheap, so of course it's popular. Um, what you might not know is founded by a Chinese billionaire. Uh, they're known for, of course, the shoddy merchandise. The customer service is bad. The complaints are high. Um, if that's not enough, their labor practices are terrible, you know, slave labor situations. So this is just not a company (laughs) that you should be associating yourself with. I would say just like Timu, it's not worth the bargain because you're probably just going to end up with junk. Speaking of VPNs, yes, Opera, if you've got that uh, on your phone or on your computer, get rid of that. Don't use the built-in VPN. Turbo VPN, that has over 100 million downloads
0: Jeez, and has
2: multiple Chinese nationals as directors. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Yep. That's crazy.
2: It really is. It really is. And, you know, especially with things that are built for privacy or security, you download it thinking, all right, I'm going to be safe. But that's how they get you. That's a common way that malware spreads, right? It's in these apps that you wouldn't think, you know, things that just clean out your files or secure you in some way. Nope. They're just trying to get in your phone. Um, And then uh, one thing that I am so glad we put together As we've talked about, ByteDance doesn't just own TikTok. They own lots of apps. There's Lemonade, there's CutCap, there's lots more, or CapCut, rather. Um, But we've got this whole list put together. It's going to be on Commander.com. It is going out in the current news newsletter. I want you all to check that out. There's another one in there, FileShare. This is a file transfer app. This is another one where you just think, right? Oh, I need a yes. quick file sharing app. Share it. That sounds good. You download it on your phone. Nope. Uh, this is owned by a, a Chinese company. A few of them are certainly ones that we know are really popular in China, right? WeChat. None of us probably sure. use that. You don't have that on your phone. But, you know, I think we did a good job. We really put together a list that are things that you might be using, you might have used in the past. All of you who already got rid of CamScanner, go you. Happy for you. Um Again, the ones I would say to do a factory reset, if you had Pin Duo Duo, Timu, TikTok, do it. I know it's a pain, Ugh. but you gotta do it. You gotta. Now, let me
0: ask you a question though. So, when you were, because these numbers are astounding to me, the, the 100 million downloads. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, just put a 100 and then put six zeros after <laughs> it. Okay. And then try to picture all those people that have this on their phones, right? Does this did, were you able to look when you were doing all this research out? Were you able to see anything in any of the reviews, people left notes? I mean, are, are people warning each other in the Play Store about this or is it just kind of ignorance is bliss?
2: I would say it's more igno- more ignorance is bliss and it's Sadly, I think we're all used to our apps wanting so much information for us yeah. from us and we just give it out, right? We, it's kind of become the norm that all right, this is free, they want to know blah, blah, blah. And I guess you can convince yourself for maybe an American-based company, all right, Google already knows everything about me. Sure. So if I sign up for another Google anything, whatever, it's a drop in the bucket. But I think we do really need to be concerned when you don't know who owns the company or you don't know where it's going. And that is often the case with these Chinese companies. And, you know, just like the, um, just like Timu, it, it ends up that it's like kinda of buried, right? Who owns it, sure. where it's coming from, what it's this company and then it was bought by this and then a consortium and, yes. and it's just like what what? Where is this yeah, going? Yeah, because if you
0: because if you look up Timo, it's like, oh, well they're in Boston. Mm, not so much. So we're <laughs> exactly. gonna So we're gonna we're gonna put this list all together and so if you are not signed up for our free newsletters, do it now yes. while you're thinking about it. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. Allie, great job on doing all this research. Appreciate you. Thanks, As always. Thanks, Al. You know, she does such wonderful work. She really, really does. We're so blessed to have her with us and also to have her part of the show. All right. We get the question here. Can I really make big money by taking a survey? The answer is No. But if you want to make 50 or 100 bucks a month, we have seven apps that will pay you for your opinions and time. I don't want to read them all off here. I just want you to go to commando.com, and you'll find the tip right there, seven apps that will pay you for your time. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls as well as the best data book online for the cheapest flights here on Kim Commando Today. Laura in Charleston, West Virginia.
3: Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm calling because I'm trapped under thousands of photos. Mm -hmm. My pictures of my children go back pre-cell phone era, back to when you mailed rolls of film away and you got back many, many photos, many of which were not usable. Anyway, I have a few thousand pictures. I'm getting ready to have my first grandchild, and I'm thrilled, but I Mm -hmm. have this great need to get myself organized with my pictures and I wanted to know I was near show on Saturdays which I enjoy it greatly and I thought this is the person who can help me I've I've tried researching a little on my own I'm not very tech savvy and so that's the reason for my call okay I wanted to know is it best to scan the pictures invest in a photo scanner or what would you suggest to be the most economical you have a couple of ways to do it Laura Okay.
0: The, the easiest and the most expensive way, which I will tell you I did, okay, is you put it all in a box and you mail it in <laughs> to somebody. Right. And then, yes. they, then they send you an email and say, wow, everything is magically digitized. And you're like, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And then they mail you back all your photos, okay, um, and it's very, very, very expensive if you have, especially what you said, thousands of these photographs that are laying around. So odds yeah. are you probably don't want thousands. You, you, as you look at them right now, you're probably like, oh, I want every single one. But as you start going through it, you're like, mm, no, maybe not that one. Maybe this one. This is important. And so you start drilling it down because, you know, kids aren't going to want to go through 2,000 photos anyway. You know, they just want the highlights, right? <laughs> And right. so at that point is what I recommend is that you get uh, a photo scanner. Canon one has one, but Epson has one called the Fast Photo Scanner. And what it allows you to do is to just load in your photos just like you would as if you were going to uh, say scan documents in your printer, like there's a feeder, you just put mm-hmm. in these photos and you hit a button and go and then suddenly you get a note bing and they're in your computer. Now it doesn't do a thousand at a time, probably do twenty at a time, but it's and it's gonna now you have to actually organize them by person and by year or whatever you want to do, and then probably put some notes along with the photos so that this way everybody knows that this is great grandma who liked to make dandelion wine. Yes, I had a great grandma who made dandelion wine, so that's why that came <laughs> into mind. Um, and so, you, so it becomes more of a, a family legacy, and just not, instead of just a scanned type thing, uh, you could do the same thing with. Do you have any videos?
3: I do. I have some that are on VHS. I have. Uh, some that are eight millimeter, and then I have the little strange little discs. I'm not even sure what they are. They're like from a little handy cam.
0: Oh, Sony. Uh, yes, Sony have to, yes, I yes. know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, those have so, been my
3: most perplexing to deal with, honestly.
0: Well, though, you can mail those in if you want and just do okay. the photos uh, because then you're not dealing with trying to get the VHS type into your computer, which requires yet another piece of gear. And uh, yeah. with the 8 millimeter films, what a lot of folks do is they'll buy the projector on eBay, they'll scan their movies in, and then they'll sell the projector back on eBay. If you're ever wondering why people sell these projectors on eBay, that's why they're doing them. It. Uh, because it's just okay. like, we just, needed, we just needed to get the memories off the films, and now you can have it back. And so let's, let's do this. We're going to start with the photographs first, okay, because I don't want to overwhelm you. So you're going you're gonna to scan the photos. Uh, and then, then you can store digital copies like in Google Drive or Dropbox or iCloud and then you're going to organize them. Uh, you can enhance the photos you know, using just basic photo software and then you can share these albums on Google Photos, iCloud or anything else along the way. But we're going to start with the photo scanner. It's the Epson photo scanner and you can find it for sale on eBay. Uh, if you don't want, if you want, you know, if you don't mind maybe the extra time and effort energy, just pick up a regular, just scanner itself. If you have a scanner on your, maybe all in one printer, you can try to use that as well. But just know that it's going to be more time consuming and it's going to be a lot more of a headache to get that done. So that's why, you know, get the tool for the job. You want to get the photo scanner. So Laura, start there. Now, as you get through this process, I'm here for you at any given moment. You know, my number. Just give me a call back, and then we'll take it through the next step. But I think the first one is just, let's get the right scanner, and let's get going, and then you're going to have questions, and just know, I'm always here for you. And thank you for your call today, Laura. Okay, for so many years, it was cheaper to book a flight online on a Tuesday. Well, that's not the case anymore. According to Expedia's Air Travel Hacks report, you missed it by two days. The best day of the week to book is now Sunday. That's right, Sunday. Sunday. And I want you to take a look at some other places when you are booking these flights so to make sure that you are truly getting the lowest price. Skyscanner has a price tracking feature that scopes flight prices over time and it will send you alerts when the prices change. But really, Google Flights does all of this slam dunk and so just use Google Flights and by the way if you book through Google Flights and if the price changes and just look for that a little icon when you do book, it's a badge, is that if the price changes, they're gonna give you that money back. We have more information about that over on the website at commando.com. Hey, do me a solid and be sure you tell at least three friends and family members about the Kim Commando Show because you know the drill, knowledge is power.